Yes, you know that theme. It is the theme of the National Football League. And I am so glad to give you my predictions of week one of the National Football League. As it really didn't go too well with my first uh, selection as I did, you know, I picked Atlanta as the underdog to beat the Eagles uh, in Philadelphia, but, you know, they can't do anything. (laughs) They can't do anything when they get inside that 20-yard line, especially, you know, throw it up to Julio Jones or something, you know. So, a little disappointed in that game, but whatever. It's only one game. It's a Thursday game. It's whatever. We'll rebound nicely. Rebounding very nicely. With the Sunday slate. And we will begin in the beautiful city of Miami. As the Miami Dolphins play host to the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are favored by one and a half. And I am going to go with Tennessee. I just feel like Miami's not particularly that great. Tannehill's coming back. Basically, you know, haven't played in in, in, in a season he didn't play last year and um I think he'll struggle a little bit I don't think their defense is as strong as it was last year and Tennessee has a good offensive line they have a really good back I think in Derrick Henry Mariota's good they're coming off a playoff win last year and I think that they'll beat the Dolphins I, I've I've full you know I have full conviction that they will win that game and cover obviously one and a half so I mean, it's a low spread, I think, for a, of a game that might be a blowout. I think that Tennessee can beat them up pretty well. Second game on the slate, it has to be the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, going into Cleveland to play the Browns. The spread is 4.5, favoring the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I am going with the Stellas. They will definitely cover, and they will defeat the Browns uh, in their building. I feel like... The Browns are just not a very well-functioning football team. Uh, Hugh Jackson is the worst coach I've ever seen coach a football team. Ever. If you, ever, if you saw him on Hard Knocks, his thing was always like, you know, you can play, and I really think you can make it on this league, but, you know, just not on this team. Ridiculous. He said it's like every single guy. He was like a robot when they were getting cut. Man, if you can't make it on the Browns, you can make it on anyone. You ain't making it to any team. I don't care who you are. So that's that's my thoughts on that game. The Steelers will win and cover the four and a half spread. Here comes the absolutely biggest blowout. And you know what? My lock of the week. Lock it in. I don't have any sound effects, but lock it in. New Orleans favored by nine and a half against the Buccaneers. The Saints are home. I think they cover that and they dismantle, dismantle the Buccaneers without James Winston. The Fitzception is is playing, and I, I don't, I don't see him doing much. I mean, Mike Evans seems to be the only guy out there who can play. The defense is is okay, but. I just think the Fitzception is going to be really, really um, struggling in this football game. And uh, the New Orleans Saints will definitely cover and definitely win that game. 
Alrighty, we go to the next one. San Francisco goes into Minnesota, where the Vikings are favored by six points. Uh, I have to take uh, the 49ers in this one. I don't think that it's going to be a, a blowout like most people think. I think Jimmy G is actually, you know, I feel like he's a legit franchise quarterback. Like He can play. And, um, you know, I think a lot of pressure is on him to perform, especially with Jarek McKinnon getting injured. But I just feel like um, that's going to be a lot closer than everybody thinks. Uh, the third game, or oh, this other game, I'm sorry, is Cincinnati going into Indianapolis. And for some reason, they favored Indy by three. I'm sorry, by three points in that one. Three whole points you're giving me, and Andrew Luck hasn't played in two years. He hasn't played in two years, basically. I got to go with the Bungles in this one. The Bungles will beat them, I think. I think they'll beat them outright. But I'm shocked that Cincinnati's, you know, a dog by three. So I have to go with the Bengals in this one. Baltimore at home to the Bills. The Baltimore Ravens are favored by seven points in this one. The Bills, I think, are going to be one of the worst teams in football. Nathan Peterman is the starting quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. Just not a good feeling. Seven points? That's a lot. But I'm still going to go with the Ravens. Even with the most mediocre quarterback in the NFL. Known as Joe Flacco. So I, I still firmly believe that the the average Baltimore Ravens can go up and beat up the Bills. I, I believe that. I think the Bills might be the number one pick in the draft the way that their team looks right now. It's not looking pretty for them. Um, all right, moving on. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars going into MetLife Stadium to take on the New York Football Giants. And I have to say, well... I have to roll with the Jags on this one. The Jacksonville Jaguars are favored by three. I think they'll cover. I just I just don't think the Giants can get much going on offense. And if you look at the two defenses, the Giants are clearly the weaker defense. They're the defense that, in my opinion, is just meh. They're a meh defense. They're one of the worst defenses last year. And I don't know. I just don't think that they have the team to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just don't. Just don't, man. All right, we got Houston going into New England and playing the Patriots. The Pats are favored by six points. I'm taking the Texans because I don't think that the Patriots will cover. I think they'll win on like a last-second touchdown and win by four. Uh, that, that's my prediction. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, Deshaun Watson's coming back. I feel like, you know, they have a really good combination with him and DeAndre Hopkins, obviously. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I'm very comfortable taking Houston with Deshaun Watson. Very, very comfortable with that. Next, we have Kansas City going into Los Santos to take on the Chargers. The Chargers are favored by three and a half. Going with Phillip and the Chargers, so yeah, I think that that defense is really sick for the Chargers. They have a really 
uh, talented quarterback uh, and the veteran that is uh, Phillip Rivers. Keenan Allen's good, but man, that defense, that secondary is going to be sick. And then you have the two-headed monster coming out of the edge and Ingram and Bosa. So, Well, Bosa actually might not make the game. I apologize. But, I mean, if they can somehow get him to play a little bit, I mean, it's still a matchup nightmare for any any offensive line, especially with those two guys coming off the edge. Uh, we have a pick em game and one of the, you know, one that can go either way as the spread is .5, slightly favoring the Arizona Cardinals at home. Um, but it's basically because I mean you can't lose you can't win a game by half a point, so it's basically throw them up Redskins or Cardinals, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the Redskins. I think that they have the better quarterback coming in with Alex Smith. I think their defense is is not that terrible. <laughs> Who do they have a wide receiver? I honestly have no idea, but yeah. I'll roll with that over Sam Bradford and the Cardinals. I'm taking I'm taking the Redskins. Taking the Skins. Ooh. This next game is gonna be awesome. I think that this is gonna be a very, very good game as the Dallas Cowboys head to Carolina to take on the Panthers. I'm taking Cam Newton and the Panthers. <laughs> Favored by three hundred points at three points at home. So yeah, taking taking Carolina, taking the Panthers. Have to. I feel like I have to because I mean, for what it's worth, I don't think Dallas is going to be that bad. It's just that, you know, not not every team gets off to the right foot. And I mean, you're playing it. It's a, it's a nightmare matchup. You're playing Cam Newton and the Panthers in Carolina. So I think that that's just a tough, tough game for them to go into to click off the season, especially with Zeke coming back and everything like that. And that offensive line isn't healthy yet. It just screams that they're going to lay an egg. Screams. So, yeah. I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers in that game. Sunday night football. The Bears. Go into Lambeau to take on the Packers. Green Bay is favored by seven and a half points. I'm taking the Bears. I don't think the Green Bay Packers are going to cover that. It'll be a very close game where Green Bay wins, but I mean they'll win by three or four points. I don't think that they'll beat. I don't think they're going to blow them out. But I think the Bears are a lot better than what people think they are. And um, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Bears. Monday Night Football. Dun 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 dun. The New York Jets at Detroit for the 7 o'clock tilt. Detroit is favored by 6.5 points. I'm taking my Jets. I think that Sam is going to show the Jets something. I think that Isaiah Crowell is a very, is a, you know, serviceable running back. Offense line is shaky. Outside pass rush is shaky. But I have to take Jets because I just, I just think it's going to be a very close game. I don't necessarily think the Jets are going to win. But I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people think. And um, I think the honestly, I think that the Lions will win by a field goal. So I'm not saying the Jets are going to win this football game. But I think it's going to be very close. 
and they'll lose by field goal or, or somewhere around there in normal jet heartbreaking fashion. Uh, the 10 o'clock tilt is very interesting. The Rams going into the black hole to play the Raiders. Man, the Rams are laying five points. I got to go with the Raiders. The Raiders are the dogs by, you know, five. I think that the Rams won't cover that. And the Raiders might actually pull an upset. That might be the upset of the week. The Raiders beating the Rams. So I am very, very, very excited for a full slate of NFL football. And hearing Chad Hansen's just beautiful voice on NFL Red Zone as he hopefully will keep calling my fantasy players' names and hopefully, hopefully they'll score some touchdowns. Um, we have a bonus uh, predictions part of Football Friday. We have UFC 228, Woodley versus Till. And for those who don't know, I do work at a UFC gym on Broad Hollow Road. Come out, have a drink with us, have a burger with us. It's all free, as we will have the pay-per-view in the gym. It's going to be awesome. Now, we won't serve liquor, obviously. We don't, we, <laughs> we don't have a license for that. But, you know, we, we're going to have drinks as in, like, you know, fruit punch or, or different types of vendors and, you know, protein stuff. So, yeah, it'll be very interesting. And burgers. So, it's all free. And we'll have the full pay-per-view on. So... I thought I would add this little bit in here to promote it a little bit, you know, because it's my job. And, you know, I want to get people out there as best I can because it's a really great gym and you could really train um, your body completely and train different than any other gym out there. So, so here are my picks for UFC 228. We have in the prelims, I picked one out of the prelims because... I mean, I feel like you have to put the Long Island guy there. You know, Aljamain Sterling, a man who works out at the gym from time to time. I've seen him, about, you know, a handful of times. Coming in and work out, um, he's, he's a very nice guy, and I have to pull for him to, uh, to win. So he is actually favored by 135. So... I'm going to take Aljamain. I'll take Aljamain to win. So Aljamain with the win, the prelims. Then we move on to the main card where Ali Hassan <laughs> is fighting Nico Price. <laughs> I'm taking Nico Price. Nico Price is a dog in this fight, but I will go with it. He's plus 110. I'm taking him. I'm taking him. Andrade, the favorite over Kowalowicz <laughs> by four fifty, and I'm gonna take I'm gonna take her. Zabit is favored by twelve hundred. He's gonna absolutely maul this guy Davis. Maul him. I mean, they're they're twelve hundred. He's a twelve hundred favorite. I mean, come on. And then we got to the two title fights. Wait, let me pump the brakes on that one because uh, that title fight got canceled as Matano uh, had to go to the hospital. 
today, so they canceled their title fight as uh, Valentina Shevchenko, um, I believe, would have won the title. Um, and unfortunately, um, she will not fight. She will not fight on this card, which is very, very saddening. But we do still have a great main event, and that is Tyron Woodley versus Darren Till. And this fight is going to be amazing. I have Tyron, the chosen one, Woodley, retaining the title. And he is an actual slight underdog as it is a negative 125, I believe. The other one is uh, minus 150 um, for if you're going to bet on Darren Till. Um, so, yeah. Those are my predictions for this weekend's action as UFC 228 will be on Saturday. Please come down to the UFC gym in Farmingdale. Um, our address is uh, 130 Broadhout Road in Farmingdale, New York. So I cannot wait for that. And then week one NFL action begins Sunday. Well, really began, you know, yesterday. But don't worry, we'll get to that on the, you know, the actual bulk of the show. <laughs> as as Atlanta fell to the Philadelphia Eagles. And um, you know, full slate of games Sunday and, you know, the two Monday night games, uh, which includes my Jets. So I'm very, very excited for this weekend. It's going to be a great sports weekend. And um, I hope everybody just sits back and enjoys the show, get a couple of beers with the boys, eat some wings, and has a great, great weekend. Oh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Now let's move on to the show. Alrighty, so I really hope that everybody enjoyed uh, my predictions for week one of the NFL. Plus, I did a little bit of a UFC 228. Um, if you just skipped that part and just went on to the regular portion of the show, um, right after my last NFL prediction, um, we will be showing UFC 228 at my gym, the UFC gym, one that I work at, at 130 Broad Howell Road in Farmingdale, New York. Um, yeah, we'll be showing you for free, so come on down, check out the gym, and check out the fights. Free food, free um, beverages, non-alcoholic, obviously. Um, but yeah, overall, a good time, and, you know, it's on, it's basically on the fence uh, pay-per-view to watch anyway. It's like that, you know, it's not like a Conor Habib fight that sells itself, and, you know, you'll be with your boys, and you'll split it at one house, and everybody's into it, and stuff like that. It's not like that, but... You know, it's sort of an on-the-fence pay-per-view. So, you know, especially now that Shevchenko is out and they remove a title fight from the card. I mean, that's that's never good for the UFC, but it happens. It happens, and, you know, I guess Montano gets to keep the belt for a little bit longer. I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Let's get into the New York sports as um, I guess we'll preview both the New York Giants and the New York Jets football games. I felt like I got into the Giants a lot um, in my predictions. I I only mentioned a little bit about the Jets thinking that Detroit is not going to cover. You know, the Jets will probably lose in some heartbreaking fashion or something like that, like they always seem to do. Um, But I, I just... I'm very excited as a Jets fan. It's like 
It's like me and the Islanders right now. Like, we have that young stud, and I feel like management has really gotten together. Um, in terms of uh, Mr. Johnson, um, you know, um, doing a really damn good job. You know, Woody, uh, Woody just, to me, got too much into the football operations and forced different things. And now that the brother is in and, uh, you know, he turned the whole ship around. Created a new culture in the Jet Locker Room. And um, basically gutted the entire team. And really built towards the future. And now we have a potential star, you know, star quarterback in the making. Potential franchise quarterback. The Jets haven't had that in a very, very long time. The closest thing ever to it was Chad Pennington. Um, but we all know how that ended with us cutting him and then him joining the Dolphins to beat us uh, and then go to the playoffs. So, yeah, not fun for the Jets. But that's besides the point, right? You know, we, we move on from things. We move on from things and we look forward to the future. Sam Darnold is the future of the New York Jets. And he is awesome. He is an absolute beast. He can move up in the pocket. He can move. He can really gun it in there in tight windows. And I really think that's the really definition of a great starting quarterback is that guy that can really fit the ball in between the corner and the safety where the ball needs to be. There's only a few quarterbacks that can do it, and it looks like Sam could potentially be one of those guys. He made a ton of throws in the preseason. You even got Josh Norman to be impressed with. You know how hard it is to impress Josh Norman with anything? I mean, come on. He's like, man, this guy can't miss a throw. That's high praise from a guy who doesn't like to admit many things like that. You have Tony Romo calling this kid the next best quarterback in the NFL when Rodgers retires. That's high praise, man. That's unbelievable. And it'll be the greatest thing ever if Sam Darnold can get the job done for the Jets. The Jets obviously believe in him, and I'm just so excited to see him play. And possibly being that guy that ends ends this curse the Jets have with franchise quarterbacks. So I'm very, very excited for that. And I just, I cannot wait for Monday night to see Sam Darnold. Sam Donald, our franchise guy, getting out of that tunnel, leading the New York Jets down the field, maybe scoring a couple touchdowns. And I think if you're a Jeff fan, you have to take that. I don't know if they're going to win the game or not. I, Like I said in my predictions, I don't think that they're going to win, but it would be nice if they did, obviously. I hope I'm wrong, but I just don't think that Detroit's going to cover. I think it's going to be a close game, and that's the way it's going to be. The Giants, on the other hand, face a um, very, very tough opponent week one. They're playing up against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they have a ferocious defense. Jalen Ramsey is going to be marred up on Odell Beckham, and I feel like Ramsey's going to get the better of him. Um, That front seven, and this is why they're going to win. 
that front seven of the Jacksonville Jaguars against anybody is good. I just feel like even with Soldier coming in, Willie Hernandez, that there's still some holes in there. I mean, look at Eric Flowers. He is atrocious, atrocious deep offensive lineman. And I feel like they lose the game right there. If he can't get a solid block on some guy, he becomes a weak link. What are you going to do, not run the ball that way? I guess they have to go like that. It's just the way it is, man. I just don't see the Giants really recovering from stuff like that. And that's why I predict the Jacksonville Jaguars to win this game in MetLife. And Tom Coughlin's return to to MetLife Stadium. So that's what I got on the two New York teams. Um, As the Yankees and the Mets were off on Thursday, the Mets, I believe as of right now, are trailing 2-1. to And the Yankees get going at 10 o'clock. But I uh, have to coach a football game at 9 o'clock on Saturday in the morning. So I cannot uh, make that. Like, I can't really speak on behalf of games that I've not watched yet. There's nothing really new with the Mets. And the Yankees are still having the same problems with, you know, who's going to be first base or Voight or... or, um, or Greg Bird, and you have um, Gary Sanchez behind the plate, and he has been um, just horrendous behind there. And um, there's nothing really else to say, to be honest. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, not not really much else to say. As the Yankees going on to this postseason push to maybe make a run at the Red Sox, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. You know, and um, I just hope that they can just get better pitching out of Severino and Tanaka and everybody like that. That's what you need. You need good starting pitching, the bullpen to remain dominant, and for this team to get back Chapman. Uh, Didi's playing tonight, so he will be back, which is a big plus. Um, and Judge hopefully back soon and keep swinging that bat. So that's really all I have to say about that. The last last point I do want to make, because it was in the news today, uh, that John Tavares hopes for a positive. And this is what I'll end with. I'll leave it at the tail end of the show, because I don't know how many people uh, love hockey the way I do, at least with the Islanders. And um, he said that I hope that it's positive because of the positive impact it has on me. Or somewhere around that that quote. John Tavares, if you're listening to this, I will be in the building on that game, on that day in February. You are going to be booed mercilessly out of the building. I don't care how good you play or how good you, you, you know, gas up Long Island. You turn your back on the franchise and you rip the heart and soul out of this team, which they have firmly rebuilt it with guys like Barry Trotz, Lou Lamorello as the GM, and just getting people who can hit. <laughs> and, I mean, who knows? Maybe the Islanders are bad again this year, but they can't be worse than they were last year. I mean, shoot, they had John Tavares and Matt Barzell. Both have over 80 points, and they still didn't make the playoffs. They have a lot more issues than just scoring. So, 
Maybe they get that a little bit more corrected this year, have a better penalty kill, and uh, we'll take it from there. But I can't wait for that game. Oh, my God. I already have my tickets ready, ready to go. So I cannot wait for that game. Cannot wait. Beyond pumped. As the Maple Leafs uh, are apparently beefing with the Islanders again. So I can't wait to see those two games. Uh, one at uh, Barclays Center, and there's one late, late in the season at the Nassau Coliseum. So... He has to come back to both buildings, which is interesting. So, I'm excited for both of them. Alrighty, guys. I hope you guys really enjoyed the show. Please give me a like if you did. Um, and, and let me know if you like this format a little bit better. I just started out with the chimes and just went right into the predictions. Not even talking about the show or anything like that. Um, so, yeah. Have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe. Go to a bar. Hang out with your friends. Have a beer. Have some wings. And just live, man. It's going to be an awesome weekend. The NFL returns, and UFC 228 is on Saturday. And uh, I hope to see you there at the UFC gym. All right, guys, have a good one. K-Mac signing off. Peace.